Thank you for tuning in to Game Investing Radio. I have to drop this even though I'm not supposed to. It's really important because I come from sports cards. I've owned a couple card shops, actually four. My first company was a card shop and I've been, you know, a sports fan for decades, collecting for 50, flipping for 30, and I've been in sports cards for 30 years. I started in sports cards before grading, before PSA. So I've watched that whole thing take place from PSA all the way through BGS through a dozen or more graders that came and went. And something just happened on eBay, July 31st, 2021, that shattered the world record for a FIFA video game ever sold. Let's get into today's episode. So if you search eBay... Um, either within the ni- next 90 days with a normal search, a normal account, and you search for FIFA WADA 9.2 A++, you can pull up PWCC's first ever graded game auction that I know of. And PWCC is, I think, called pre-war card collector. They're a long time uh, eBay power selling company with a vault in uh, Oregon that I've talked about before. They have 308,000 feedback with a rising red star. So they've been in the game for a long, long, long time. I don't want to talk about anything negative today. I want to talk about the positives. I want to talk about exposure and I want to talk about crossover. You can go back into my early uh, season one episodes where I bring on uh, Coach Shock and we talk a lot about sports, sports cards, crossover into video games and what we call rookie covers. And in the sports card world, everything revolves around the rookie card. Let's take Michael Jordan, for example. His rookie card is 1986. It's made by Fleer. It pretty much rules the hobby in terms of vintage and retro stuff, not the limited stuff, but stuff that, you know, anyone can buy if they want to drop down in grade. Kind of like buying any black box Mario, but it's not the first appearance of Jordan. Um, He has earlier stuff that doesn't go for the high dollar numbers. And I think that's important because coming over from sports cards, it's not necessarily going to be what came first. I know in comic books, origin story crossover is really important. First appearance, first game, first first in franchise. I mean, there's so many firsts we can talk about. Um, but today's game was basically the first FIFA game. And I think this is significant. You can pull it up. eBay item number 144-120-640-253. Again, 144-120-640-253. You can check my Instagram, John Hopper's Facebook, and click on it there. Or if you are a seller and you subscribe for a store, you can click on your selling hub and go to the, um, what is that thing called? Terapeak? I think you hover over my eBay, click on selling, and I'm on PC. It might be different on mobile. Um, And you go to the research tab under your seller hub and click on Terapeak product research. And there, you can go ahead and type in FIFA WADA, and it'll bring up every sale in the last year. 
and I know it's frustrating to search stuff on eBay that's over 90 days old, but if you're listening to this all the way up through July 31st, 2022, you should be able to pull up this listing that shattered the world record set by Heritage a couple weeks or months ago at 2600 This went up at $15,000, almost, what is that, 5-6x, and we're talking one month, and why is the question? Why? Why is PwC able to do this on their first ever graded game auction, first ever video game auction, first ever WADA auction on the first ever FIFA soccer game? Well, it's it's pretty much a no-brainer. It checks every box. It checks iconic. It, it checks global. It checks um, mint, it checks sealed, it checks high grade, it checks historic, it checks first in franchise, it checks first game. Um, and it checks the box that I have been talking about all this time, which is global potential. And I didn't think this would take off as fast as it did. Montana Black, sure, that, that event, you can listen to my podcast episode, Montana Black, one of the atomic bombs that took the, uh, Took the hobby to a whole new level as we went global to Germany, which is about 80, you know, he has access to 80 million people and he has, you know, 30,000 live streamers when he goes on Twitch bidding live at a signature heritage auction. What if some of his crew is bidding on this piece and they're not bidding on heritage? What if they're more comfortable with eBay? Because let's face it, eBay is more global than Heritage, Comic Link, Comic Connect. Those are really domestic. I know Heritage has overseas offices. I know, you know, higher-ups like Montana Black are bidding, you know, overseas on Heritage pieces, but those are really wealthy people. There are millions and millions and millions of collectors, if not a billion collectors, that probably know about eBay, bid on eBay, check eBay, love eBay, use completed listings on eBay. And what we're talking about is global exposure for global potential on a global platform. I think that's what happened today. I think it was a perfect storm. It's also the last day of the month. Um, I know the beginning of the month is usually not that good. It's also a Saturday night. Timing, timing, timing when you run an auction. According to uh, Jared, who runs the pop culture and will soon roll out the video game auction at Golden Auctions, they run everything on a Saturday night. And, and he's talking about my clients are businessmen. They're businessmen. Businessmen are bidding on these things. Businessmen, investors, hedge funds, fractional share companies, Wall Street, global funds, global investors, they're all jumped, you know, they've all jumped into sports cards. They all jumped into sports cards heavy and hard. And in the sports cards game, the mentality is completely different. It's a given that you're a speculator, investor, flipper. It's just a given. That's like admission to the front row. The VIP section is all about buying, you know, 10, 20, 100 of the same position. Gary V going to the National this weekend and trying to buy every single PSA 10 Jordan there is on the market to add to his how many, I don't know, maybe he has 10 in the vault, 20 in the vault. There's never an end, the sports card mentality. With video games, the mentality is I'll get my one mint copy and I'll move on to the next title. That is not how the sports card guys and girls think. 
they think about speculating, investing, flipping, selling before they make the buy. They're already thinking about when they're going to get out of that thing, how long they're going to hold that thing, where they're going to get out of that thing, whether they're going to go to a show and do a trade, do a cash deal, do a PayPal friends deal, put it back on eBay, auction it off at uh, Golden or Heritage or, you know, maybe Comic Link, Comic Connect or Sports Sports Connect or Game Connect, whatever's coming down the pipeline. That's the difference between kind of the investor mentality and the collector mentality. For me, my opinion, I think the collector mentality is kind of a one each. I go to the buffet, I get, you know, one steak, one piece of salmon, I get one, you know, potato dish, and I kind of go around the buffet and put together kind of a portfolio of each position just having one inside of uh, this this larger collection or you could call it position or portfolio but in the sports card world people will buy multiple copies so look at this you've got 63 bidders fighting for a piece that should have went off for three grand that took it all the way up to 15 grand sure you could say shill bidding but let me ask you this are all 63 of those bidders fake come on now even if there's a winner, a second, third, fourth, fifth bidder, it's going to take eight other bidders to get beyond that Heritage last sell price of 2600 which took place very recently. So I don't really buy into that, into that concept because I look at the bottom will always be protected. The SM64 went off at $1.5 Who in their right mind would bring one to market for less than a million dollars, even if it's not worth that? Nobody will. They'll just hold on. That's what's going to happen with FIFA starting today. Anybody that has a mint FIFA, I just got hit up on Instagram. Oh, mine's worth that much? I'm not letting it go. That's the mentality of all the people that aren't shill bidding or not on these heavy-duty platforms with bank accounts where they can go liquid cash into cash bidding. And, and that's the other thing about eBay. Not only is it global, you can use your eBay bucks, you can use your eBay rewards, you can use a credit card, you can use a debit card, you can use PayPal. You might be able to even use Venmo these days. There's a million ways you can get into a position on eBay without having to tap your bank account, which is a little bit different on Heritage because you're going to get charged a 2.5% transaction fee along with shipping and handling. And that, that can add up. I mean, that can add up on a $10,000 game. That's 250 bucks. You might as well save 250 and, and bid 11 grand on eBay and get some bucks and click-throughs and all that type of stuff. There's ways you can save 10, 20% on eBay. I spell that out in a lot of my podcast episodes. Don't ever pay sales tax. Always use the correct rewards credit card. Always click through cashback monitor. You should be able to stack three or four things on eBay. And I love shopping eBay. I've spent seven figures on eBay in the last 25 years. eBay is the best place to buy as far as I'm concerned. Heritage is also wonderful for now. Um, who knows in the future? We've got uh, Golden coming online. I mean, the, the landscape's getting competitive, but let's face it, eBay is king today. eBay just shattered a Heritage world record FIFA price. And let's face it, these are sports card guys and girls. PWC has 300,000 feedback. Thousands, ten thousand, hundreds of thousands of sports card investors using their vault service, their no sales tax service, their eBay uh, bidding service. They also market eBay auctions on their own website and email. The difference between the sports card world and the video game world on the business side is also the marketing prowess. 
the sports card side knows how to market stuff, knows how to pump it, knows how to advertise it, knows how to remind you, pound you, pound you again, pound you again. In the video game world, we're worried about walking on eggshells if we send too many emails out or, or sound too desperate or, you know, tell people to bid on our item or whatever. We're kind of polite and nice. It, it, it's shark infested waters in the sports card world and we're crossing over. Get ready for sports card guys and girls coming in. Get ready for the titles that they're going to want to add to their portfolio and get ready for multiple copies. Get ready for people to say, hey, I want three, four, five, six. I want a dozen of these FIFA games. I want a dozen of these Jordan games, a dozen of these double dribbles. I want a dozen of these Iversons. I want a dozen of these Marios. Can you get me a 10 count lot of BAM? So dealers out there, this is an opportunity to start going heavy into multiple positions get get anything you can like for this this fifa for example you want to put together a 92949692929080808085 portfolio because you might have a hundred thousand sports card investors coming into the video game investing space now this is mind-blowing i did not expect this to happen this quick obviously jay-z and blackstone and nat turner and steve cohen changed everything you know, buying golden, buying WADA, buying CGC, CGC going into grading, WADA going into grading. We got VVG going into grading or v VGG, IGS going into VHFs. I mean, we got 12 grading companies doing video game items such as sports cards, flats, posters, games, you know, CIB with manuals and, and you know, you name it. You can almost grade it at this point. So the game has exploded rapidly. And um, if it's still domestic, if this world record was set domestically and the domestic investors are saying, I want to get into FIFA now because if this market goes global to Europe, anything related to sports and soccer, well, football in many ways, is going to explode. And that to me is the difference between gaming and comics, cards, movies, especially coins. Um, usually that type of stuff is American and there's a cultural and language barrier. You open up a comic book and you're Asian, it's going to be very difficult to understand a lot of the stuff going on. The big screen, it, yeah, sure. Marvel has been successful in China. Excuse me, I got to get a drink. This is water. Marvel has been successful in China. I don't know exactly how. Um... But I guess they, they found a way to translate that cultural and language barrier quickly. And I think that's the difference between video gaming and then the other hobbies like reading or watching movies or collecting coins, collecting stamps. Most of that stuff is American. And when I say American, Americana, it's pop culture. It's very American culturally. Things like, you know, for example, sarcasm doesn't translate if it's comedic. You know, something like a Family Guy or a Simpsons might not translate to the Asian market, whereas a FIFA, the sports card guys and girls know. This translates immediately. Anybody around the world can pop in a soccer game and within a minute can play a game with anyone around the world from any culture or language and get it. That's very different when you're talking about American comics, movies, magazines, American coins, currency, stamps. Um, maybe not artwork, 
but I'm just talking about the pop cultural Americana things that have been blowing up. And I really am a bull when it comes to the global market. I've been abroad. I've lived abroad. I've worked abroad. I've traveled abroad dozens of times. I have a global mindset. I really believe that beyond the pop report, the biggest catalyst is going to be international power collector investors. I mean, when we start seeing wealthy Asian collectors coming into video game collecting, wealthy European collectors coming into video game investing, the game is going to change again. What titles are they going to go for? If they're sports fans, there's not much out there, which means everything is short. If they're gaming fans, are they going to go for NTSC? That's what the market says right now. Are they going to pump PAL up? Are we going to see you know, Japanese early stuff come up? Are we going to see one-off stuff, exclusives in Asia or maybe Australia or maybe Germany or France, Italy, if there's any exclusives out there? Are we going to see those come up? And then how is the market going to deal with stuff that's not sealed? Are they going to take WADA as the global standard? Are they going to move away from VGA? There's so many questions out there. But I think for me, with the global mindset, with all these question marks and quote-unquote risks, I think the upside can pretty much trump everything as far as risk, go. risk goes. I mean, if you're talking about the wealthy investors, if you compare the wealthy, like I know a wealthy millionaire that came in from sports cards. He's a very well-known sports card registry set power collector investor. And he just he just jumped into video games, the last signature auction, and dropped millions of dollars, seven figures on 56 pieces, I'm guessing. That's my opinion. I don't have final confirmation, but it's somewhere over 50 pieces. Even if they're 100,000 each, that's 5 million. The average price on, on the last signature auction was something like 200 grand if you leave the big ones in there. But who knows? Who knows really what he bought? Um, I wish there was more for, full disclosure and 100% transparency. That's how Hopper rolls. Um, I would like to disclose everything I can, but these days I'm getting a lot of warnings and requests to delete my posts and not tell people about things. There's a lot of action happening behind the scenes, you know, ever since, uh, you know, Golden got bought out, Wada got bought out, Jay-Z and Stone came in. I mean, it's just crazy right now. It's just crazy. I can't do valuations. I'm getting pounded by messages. Can you value this? I can't value anything. I don't know if it's worth a million or three or five. You know, I just don't know. I don't know if FIFA's worth 2,500 or 15,000 today. I can't do valuations anymore. Ratios are out the window. Everything's out the window. If you have price memory and you're stuck in a 2019, 2020, you know, American price market in your brain, just let it go. Delete it. Get rid of it. We are in a new market that now includes the comic book guys coming over from CGC video game grading. And now we've got the flood, the flood coming by, you know, Wade said it. He said the SM64 broke the dam. And, and he was so smart because he said, you know what? I'm not so sure I know, you know, what's coming behind it. And that's the question. What's coming behind the flood now that the dam got broken with the SM64? Now that that set the bar at 1.56 million to new people that have no price memory. They have no price memory. They have no idea that that SM64 was a dime a dozen for 100 grand for the last 30 years or 20 years. They don't know that FIFA went off for 800, 500, 1,000 over the last 50, you know, uh, Heritage Weeklies in a row. A lot of people don't know that. They're not going to research it. They're in the game today, and that's all that matters. Today is a gift. 
Tomorrow is a gift. You can't live in the past. You can't live in the future. You've got to grab the horns by the bull today. Every day's a gift. Gratitude, man. Gratitude for these guys coming in and girls coming in from comics and sports cards and movies and comics and coins. Wherever they're coming in from, it's new money. It doesn't matter what color, culture, country, platform that money's coming in from. Who wants to be collecting video games when your collection's losing value every week? Right? To all the haters out there, do you want your collection to lose value every week so that you can continue to pick up bargains? Or do you want some sort of mini bull market to continue very slowly so you can continue to pick up cartridges at $10 and then next year they're 11 and the following year they're 12 and your collection goes up from, let's say, 10000 to 11000 to 12000 It's much more exciting to have a collection double overnight and then maybe come back down and then maybe go up. It's exciting. Going to Vegas is exciting because of the speculation because you can lose money. If you can't lose money, there's no fun. If there's no fun, there's no excitement. There's no dynamics. There's no international wild cards and global possibilities. If it's all just a straight, gradual line, it's boring. You might as well get out of the hobby and go start collecting stamps or something. You know, I don't want to hate on stamps, but to me, that's a very, uh, you know, static. It's either slowly going up or slowly going down type of market. So I guess I vented enough because uh, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. I saw... You know, PSA coming to the game way back in the day. I sent in cards. I sent, I, I cracked a case of Kobe's 19, you know, 1996, 97 tops when I had uh, lost one of my stores because of the Asian financial crisis. I was in a little dingy, dark trailer, the back of my parents' property with a 25 foot landline phone cord that I hooked up into the house to dial up a brick $3,000 laptop from a tiny little 100 square foot camper to buy and sell online right when eBay was getting going with pictures. When I started eBay, there was no pictures. There was no PayPal. There was no credit card. There was no make offer. There was nothing. It was just run an auction with text. So, you know, once pictures came in, I started doing the grading thing. Um, you know, I couldn't give away PSA 10 Kobe's. They were, you know, we put them up for 25 and finally sold them on eBay, but we couldn't give them away in the stores. We couldn't give away graded games, graded cards over $25 in all our shops in the late 90s. Um, and I have price memory because today those Kobe's are five grand and you could just sell them like wildfire. Um, the lesson there is the winner holds till the end. The last man standing wins because on all the ups and downs eventually. It's like Warren Buffett. He's the last man standing. He's He has long life, long health, and he does what he loves. And um, he's the last man standing. You know, you're not going to outdo Warren Buffett because he's got 30 years head start on you. You can't catch him. So my recommendation is not to sell your FIFA today. I say hold on to everything and buy, buy, buy. I say just keep buying. Just keep buying until you think new money has stopped flowing in. If new money is flowing in now, starting today from sports cards, and we know, we, you know, I, I pretty much knew that the reason the last heritage just popped off was because of sports card money. It was obvious. It wasn't comic book money. 
I don't think it was the, you know, the CGC crowd that's going to get into video game grading. I don't think it was them. I don't think Hollywood has actually jumped in full, you know, full bore two feet. Sports card mentality is very different. When you're in, you're all in and you jump and it's over. It's It happens in a day. And I think that happened today. I think it happened in the Heritage Signature Auction, but we didn't see any heavy sports titles. You know, what happens to the next NES Jordan versus Bird or who knows what? I don't know. Not very many titles out there, really, if you're talking sports. So are they going to want Mario? Are they going to want Sonic? I mean, sports card guys and girls are more edgier, aggressive, competitive, athletic. Uh, it's all about goats being the best, you know, grinding, uh, you know, practicing hard, taking care of your family, speculating, stacks. It's all about stacks and stacks and stacks. It's a very very, very different mentality than comics and video games. I don't see too many stacks of 9.8 turtles out there. I see one, two, three, maybe five or six. I don't see a hundred like, you know, people collecting a Giannis who just won the world championships or Jordan or stacking LeBrons or stacking even players that aren't proven yet. I mean, that's how wild it gets in sports cards. You start stacking stuff that's unproven. FIFA's a proven title, so 15000 might look so cheap coming from that arena where, you know, your sport, your soccer sports cards might be going for a hundred grand or a million if you're talking Pele, you know, and I, I, the one game I regret over the last 50 or 100 auctions that I've watched on Heritage in a row is that Atari Pele game, and, and I asked Josh about that live. I didn't have enough time, and one of my weaknesses is I don't jump fast enough. I'm a research hound. Shout out to Wafflefoot for all his Atari knowledge that he drops for free. So kind in the clubhouse room. And to all the sports card guys and girls that are coming into my podcast, I welcome you to the new hobby. It's dynamic. It's fun. It's exciting. It's complicated. Do your research. Um, but it's short, 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 short. It's just short, 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 short across the board. That's just the general rule in video games when you're talking high sealed, like today's FIFA. As far as sports games goes, there's not a lot to choose from. You know, collect what you love, speculate on what everybody else likes. That's stuff like Mario. Um, go through my my episodes. I've got a lot of sports card stuff and sports game stuff in the early season one. Um, and let me know if you want Coach Shock to come in with uh, deep analysis. You know, we really don't have enough games to talk about to do analysis for sports. Like Giannis just won a world championship and he's got probably a multi-million dollar market cap in sports cards. But in games, what does he have? He has one game. And WADA isn't even grading PS3 yet. And uh, you would have to, I guess, send in an Xbox One or 360. Maybe Xbox won the VGA. I mean, the population on the entire market cap of Giannis video games is is almost nil. I've never seen one. I've never seen a graded one. I'm thinking about sending in one. So WADA, please open up PS3 as soon as you can. Please open up DS. Please open up Xbox One, PS4, etc., etc., etc. Any final thoughts on crossover? I think the dam was broken by SM64 and the flood that's coming has started today. Um, there's a flood of sports money 
And I think I'm going to speculate and go out on a limb, my opinion, that when CGC gets up and running, assuming it's a legitimate operation, professional, um, you know, slick website, just like PSA, just like CGC, and they start getting uh, games into the marketplaces, I believe the next flood is going to be comic book money followed by Hollywood money. Uh, Wall Street, they're already in the game. They're just quiet. So, you know, you've got the pop report catalyst. Now you've got the sports catalyst. Then you're going to have the comic and Hollywood catalyst. Why sell games? Why sell games? Let me ask you again. Why sell games at this point in the game? Are we in inning one? I thought we were in inning two and I was thinking inning three is going to be the pop report. Inning four might be global. You know, that's another one, the global. When do, when do we go global or do we trickle global? Like right now, does the sports card FIFA game bring over global investors just like Montana Black did for PS2? Is global going to be kind of a rider on each one of these floods coming? So anyway, for investing in general, there's only two ways it's ever going. It's either going up or down. That's it. The market is either going bull or bear. We're in a bull market. Why sell? And if new money is coming in every day, that only means we're going higher and higher and higher. Once again, this is my opinion only. Thank you for listening to Game Investing. Play life like a video game. Try something new. Try buying a sports game. Try buying something raw, something graded, something sealed. Try looking up Wikipedia, list of all the basketball games, football games, hockey games. You know, there's all kinds of ways you can all, you know, there's trillion rabbit holes you can go down. Don't worry about any setbacks or failures or speed bumps. Get through those and maybe someday you can become a sports master.